Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. Hey guys, so sorry we've kind of been MIA. We've had a lot going on and we kind of have some sad news for you. This will be our final episode of Innocent Till Tipsy. But we don't want to end on a low note. We want to end on a high note. So instead of talking about a horrible true crime or some crazy Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff, although I'm sure that's going to come up in talking <laughs> about this, um, I wanted to go through some of our favorite parts of filming ITT and what that's kind of meant for our lives this past year. And look at the wines, look at all of the stuff and and what we've enjoyed about meeting some of you guys over at CrimeCon and, and things like that. So yeah, without any further ado, let's get into the wine. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, what are you drinking today? Oh, I have the redhead. Hold on. Huh? We selected from our friends at Naked Wine. We've had this before, but um, bringing it back. So rock it like a redhead. Like redhead. Yum. For Danny's red hair. Love it. Red hair. It's it's changing colors. <laughs> it's like now. I don't know. Yeah, it's more red, red. <laughs> it's never the same every time we go. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Um, yeah. So regarding wine, though, what would you say? What are some of your favorites that we went through? So we were just. And I can about tell this. you what episode too. We'll yeah. Look it up, but. This one I know was Alan Legere. It was the Red Schooner or Red Schooner. I don't mm-hmm. know how to pronounce it, even though I'm from Maritime Canada. It's fine. And that was one of my favorite episodes to film because that was from like a down home case from when I yeah. grew up in Maritime Canada. So um, we were in that person was, for that one. That was fun. I remember that. that was fun. Yeah, that was a really good one. And that one in the Lizzie Borden case, I think we're like not that one. had. Oh, God, the wine. chop shop. That one was so bad, but the Lizzie Borden episode was like so it was fun. So oh my gosh, fun. I was like belly laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the chopping the feet off. We had to take your Borden. Yeah, we had to like retake that so like a couple of times and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and it's like inappropriate laughing, but um, yeah, the red red schooner schooner. Yeah, is yeah. a famous wine that was the fi- like fifty dollars, but we have in our notes like both loved it. I love that one too. It was so good. What was your What was your favorite? Mm, I know I had to like we went through some like really really good ones. Mm-hmm. We went through a whole stint of like rough ones. Those holiday wines. It's like we could oh, do the, yeah the, the worst Hallmark of. Wine. Oh my god, the Hallmark oh, wine was horrid. So bad. You that like, literally just, just don't put even. It- don't just put it on your table as like a nice little like centerpiece. It's cheap enough to anyways. Too. Yeah. Just it looks then, cute. Yeah. Give, bring it or, to your ugly sweater, like the holiday gift exchange, like mm-hmm. or if elephant. You, <laughs> yes. If there's someone in your family you don't like, or like has differing political mm. beliefs than you this holiday season, <laughs> that's the wine to bring. You're like here, I got this for you. I love Hallmark movies. <laughs> I, love, I thought you would oh. love this. Um, I think I liked Dow is usually a, a, one of my mm-hmm. go-to. Again, that's like $30 wine. Um, and then 
Mm-hmm. Just looking through this list, we had so many good ones. Um, and Duckhorn probably again another oh, solid like just easy, easy to drink. All these like we drink so many good Cab Savs, Red Blends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Snoop Wine. Oh, it it's my damn it's good. My favorite. Damn good. So, good. so affordable. So affordable. Like yes. 14 to 12, 12 to $14, depending on where mm-hmm. you go. So good. Yeah. Speaking of laughter, too, we, I think the Lizzie Borden trip was the time that we got laughing so hard when we were filming our promos that the guy, our photographer oh, that yeah. was filming us, he asked us, he's like, Is this a comedy? Is show? it a comedy? <laughs> we're like, No, we're just inappropriate. <laughs> we just can't we're not professional it's fine <laughs> it's okay yeah that was great I think that's I love the behind the scenes too when we did our photo shoot here with like um fake blood <laughs> we're like oh, dripping my it. Word. or when we did that we did I don't know if you remember seeing this in social because we didn't use all the imageries the images that we took but um mm-hmm. when we did the champagne pop and literally oh, it was yeah. inside of a studio but it was like all over <laughs> I was like sorry guys it was all over the walls I didn't know like I know if you shake it, it goes everywhere, but I didn't know if you barely shook it, it, it goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I gave it a good one and it was like, Shh. yeah. Yeah, that was good. It like that hit the ceiling fun. too, I think. Yeah, it, it was, was like so everywhere. Crazy. It smelled mm-hmm. like a frat house in here, like <laughs> for a good week. I was like, sorry. That was so much fun. Oh. What do you think your favorite episode was to film? I know. Um, Because we did some crazy ones. I feel like. I think one of my favorite ones was probably the Carrie Farver one, just because I already knew a lot about it. And I was like, oh, this one gets crazy. So for those of you, like, if you want to go back and listen, I think that's episode 13, 13 or 14, depending on how we count. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we have a two-parter for that one. I feel like it went a little long on it. And 14. Yeah. mm -hmm. We have evolved. I know, like, if if you go back and listen to some of our early episodes compared to now, I'm like, oh, shoot, that was rough. But, like, Mm. we're doing our best. We were learning and growing. (laughs) I love it. Some of yeah, the Doc Antle ones, too. I think those were nuts. That was crazy. That Chris was a Benoit. crazy story. Chris Benoit was my favorite, One of my favorite. to research. Yeah. Favorite to research. that, and, and then I found out afterwards. I found out so much stuff afterwards I wish I had been able to include. I found this girl. She had deep dive. Now, she has a different belief than I do about what happened because there's a lot of conspiracy theories and that and everything else but she found inconsistency i don't know if i talked to you about this on the episodes or not but there was an inconsistency with the temperatures of where each body was found because chris yeah yeah so the so order of who, who would have died who, first yeah yes and maybe they were killed in one day and not over the weekend either concerning decomposition because nancy's body was in the hottest part of the house so she would have just naturally decomposed you know what i mean like quicker mm-hmm. than the rest of them and and so then it puts into perspective maybe she wasn't killed on friday maybe they were all killed on sunday but the heat and the moisture from the georgia area because they're in fairville fayetteville georgia fayetteville georgia um but here's the other problem it's the gbi we learned through the georgia bureau of investigations don't die in georgia i will stand by that until the day i die hopefully not in georgia don't die in georgia (laughs) don't die in georgia it's not a good time don't die suspiciously in georgia (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I think another more recent one of my favorites is also the Alec Baldwin case. Like that was fun. That was so interesting to me because mm-hmm. that was just out of um it w- it was just different than anything we had covered. I mean, it's back to Hollywood. It was also like I learned so much about how the movie 
set operates and like why someone would actually be at fault. Um, so that was like a really good one. The one that me too. Yeah, the one that kind of shocked me a lot was the Jody Foster yeah. um, episode because I I had no idea that the Ronald Reagan assassination attempt was because of Jody Foster and some people oh, were I had like no idea you're so young and I was like I'm sorry I had no concept I knew obviously that I'd seen that footage so many times of Ronald Reagan you know um almost like well he he was shot and um, yeah but I never I had never didn't know known. it at all why. No. Those ones are episode 52 for Jodie Foster, episode 53, I think, for Alec Baldwin. Um, just in case you guys want to go back and listen. Give these a listen. Some of our favorites. You know what I'm sick of? Like the case that made me like I didn't want to deal with it anymore at all. On what? Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a lot of those. Yes, we do. A lot of those. I was so done with it by the end. I was like, if I never see these two again. <laughs> Because it was so nuts. It was so bad. Oh, my God. And listening to the two of them for over a month in a courtroom, I was like, y'all. <laughs> get it together. Oh, gosh. Get it together. But it was those were the most fun episodes, I think, to film because you knew absolutely nothing about it. So the shock on your face. The when Amber I turd. Would, when I was like, oh, oh. what? That, that was not a Yorkie. <laughs> like, yes. I, all of that. Yeah. Bringing me up to speed. I love that. And us reacting to her with the Australia instant, everything she claimed. I couldn't believe when we got into court, I remember sitting there and I was like, oh, this is a third story now. So we've now gone Mm -hmm. through like so many different stories here, girl. It was just, it was wild to see your reactions to those stories that I had been looking into for a stupid amount of years because I had nothing to do in 2020. So that's what, (laughs) that's what I was doing. (laughs) Well, that's why I was like, what the hell? Like this is, this is real life. Like this Mm -hmm. really happened. Yeah, episode 34 is the Australia incident. That was wild. Mm-hmm. And I think like 24, 25 is like where we kind of started down Johnny Depp like rabbit hole. Right before that was Salem witch trials. That was an, um, that was that was an amazing one too. And you went there. So <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was like I, so neat. I don't think we ever told them there was. Okay. So I had researched that. I don't know what happened in my notes, but we were sitting <laughs> recording the episode. And I said something about how this woman had been imprisoned for the Salem Witch Trials. I can't even remember who it was. We probably have the footage yeah. like way back. Yep. And I said that she was like, I don't know, in her 70s or something or her 60s. And that but then her- she had a baby, right? And then she had a baby. And Max was like, that the math is not mathing. What is going on there? And I was like, you're right. The math isn't mathing. So what the hell? But it said she had a baby. And then I found out it was another person. I had gotten the notes confused or I'd edited wrong because I put like notes in a section and then my yeah. like script in another section. So I might have like copy and pasted wrong or something. I was like, oh my God, I'm a fool. Oh, uh, so funny, it's though. hard to research. I will give you that because I mean, obviously I only did two, two out of like mm-hmm. 50 or whatever we were at. Um, and yeah, it is hard because every time you research something, it's like the t- you have to line up the timelines, right? So like you may watch mm-hmm. a documentary or read an article and you're like, okay, they said before here. So that must've been this year or this time period. Like this, there's not always like a succinct timeline. And then and that's then when for- you start to realize inconsistencies, you're like, wait, that wouldn't make sense. That, this place says this. And this one says that, like, how's this come together? And I get kind of crazy too. I start looking up names. So then like I'll find like sometimes it's like the smallest name. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. So let me plug this name into Google and figure out what their part of the story was. Like the last mm-hmm. the last case we did, I had to Google it was the serial killer, the Oak the Oakville, Oakland child killer. 
I had to take like all the kids' names. I plugged them into Google, obviously found out as much as I could about them. And then with the who it could have been, which we think it's a lot of people, I'm plugging those bad boys in left, right, and center. And you find out so much information oh, as yeah. you're like, looking. You're like, oh my God, like there's, it's an endless amount of information for some of these cases that it's just wild. Absolutely. Wild. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like the worst time we had filming was. I'm going to say at the same time you're going to say, hang on. Okay, yeah. three, two, one. Judith. Candace Tara. Oh, uh, but oh. I was going to say. They're Shanda right Shara, next to. Yep. Because they literally, that, that week we filmed those. We just cried. Ugh, oh, felt rough. it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Child like murders. Awful. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. That Those were three rough episodes because Shanda Sharer was a two-parter Two. and then Judith Barzi we did right after and it was horrifying yeah horrifying. I, I do take that back Shanda Sharer is really really hard and I think we were just like really emotional when we even went into Judith and it was hard oh anyways. yeah so, well it's both of them it's not funny but it's like ironic because the day before we'd film Shanda because we used to film them like we used to film like four or five episodes like at a time in a week yep yeah and um, when we filmed Shanda, I was like, okay, don't worry. Like tomorrow's case, it's light, like Hollywood. Because there's a lot of Hollywood stuff yeah. in Judith Barzi's story too. And I'm like forgetting like all the horrific things her father did to her. And that like, oh, what a horrible, horrible abusive household it was. Um, it was rough. And I think that's what led us to like the next episode. Because I was sitting with my mother and I was like, this has been so heavy. And then yeah. that Doc Antle documentary ca- came out. And I was like, this is heavy. But it's not like, oh, Compared my God. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't handle this. Because we did Doc Antle. And then we went into Murder Was the Case, the rebranding of Snoop Dogg. That Snoop. was like, Snoop. Yep. Snoop was I'm a good episode. these. I love this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the vet. Oh, no. I said the most shocking episode was the Jew, uh, the Ronald Reagan situation. No, 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 no. Tara Grant, the Valentine's Day murder. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh. That was number 20. Number 20. Yes, yes, yes. That was wild. That was a episode wild Episode 20 case. for you guys to go back and listen to that one. Oh, that was the craziest. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. Yeah, that and Carrie Farber. Carrie Farber's case. Like, twist, because there's so many twists. You're like, I did not see that coming. Like, not even no. a little bit. Yeah, I was shell-shocked. I, I picked, I- um, Sa- well, like, obviously I picked this one to research, but Sarah Maynard, when I told you, your face on that one was wild. It's that where she crazy. gets abd- abducted. Yep, that's mm-hmm. number 40. House of Leaves. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was so nuts. That was nuts. Crazy. We have just covered so many. It's insane to go back and look at all the things that we have talked about. We talked a lot about um, like children murdering each other, which has always been something that's been like so horrific. And yeah, and it's interesting to debate because it leads into the question of how long does the child have to pay for their crimes kind of question. Well, Um, Slender Man, like we just went through Slender Man, Slender Man. Mm-hmm. And that one, that one was a hard one because it was like, oh, there's so many other factors. It wasn't like, I mean, we look at Joshua Phillips. That was a crime of like sexual deviancy and ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and uh, to me, evil. But then again, I'm like emotionally impacted from it because it was 20 minutes away from me. But then you look at like Slender Man, <laughs> and sorry, you think like there's so many other 
ailments <laughs> concerning that where it's like these girls needed help, you know? Yeah. But then we also looked into are girls and guys treated differently in the system, especially when it comes to kids, you know, children, because you're seeing all these life sentences. But I I do think the girls for the Slender Man stabbing, I think they have a good sentence, I guess, for like the crime. I felt like the punishment felt the crime and looking into that case. I was like, hmm. But yeah. It's a long, yeah, they have a lot of probation time. Like it's a long mm-hmm. sentence. It's not like they're yeah. just out living their free life. But um, yeah, it was an interesting one. If you could, what would be a case or an episode that we looked at that you would want to like contact the police about and be like, hey, I need like all the files on this. Like you'd want to like research it to the hilt. Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Let me think. I have to think on that one. What about you? You go first. What do you have on your mind? I know. The Viper Room. If I could ah. get all of the... <laughs> me, sick of Johnny Depp, but then also... But if I could get all of the case files on Anthony Fox going missing, I would love to produ- like peruse them. And I'm sure we probably could because they're probably public. Um, now, actually. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I should email them and like do a whole thing on it. But like, Want yeah. Want a deep dive. That would be my... Because I'm like why is no one really talking about this? And when they talk about it, they're just like, he went missing right before he was to testify against Johnny Depp, totally admitting that he was testifying against like five other people. So I'm like, but what is the real story? Because you're not talking about like the instances surrounding his disappearance. Like, I want to know like the details of like, how did this guy go missing? Why haven't we heard from him again? Who else was in his life other than these business partners that he felt weren't treating him right? Like I, I want to know, but yeah. For sure. I think we just, I'm just looking through, like, we've just done so many that I'm like, I want to know, I would just want to know all about all of them. Hang on. I'm like, have to like refresh my mo- memory on some of these. This Rachel is why we have a Hurley. Yeah. I think that's the one that we didn't know much. <gasps> yeah. About. And I drove she, past. Was she the one that just went missing? Yeah, no. she no, she was the one that was raped and murdered in Jupiter, Florida. Remember that? And I actually just drove past Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I said, um, I like I I was like, oh my gosh, this is where we like looked up yeah. this true crime case because that was like an affluent Jupiter, area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jupiter's yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that comes to mind for me because I'd be like, there's not we don't I don't feel like we knew everything, everything, everything about that. No. Like there's just gotta be more. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That one was 27. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I totally remember that one. Yeah. That was. I think I'd also want, I wonder if the Juneau Alaskan police would give more information on Tracy day, Kaylin's mom. We talked Mm -hmm. to her way back. um, And there just seems to be no movement on that case at all. And they, it seems um, like the police are allegedly trying to close the case. And I, I would just want to know more about why that is um, and what makes them believe that, like, I don't know, like they it seem like they keep changing their story. According to Kaylin, this, they're like, oh, she definitely killed herself. But no, um, she's actually safe and sound. And we saw her in these surveillance videos. And it's yeah, it's it's fishy. The whole thing is just strange. What's a case that you would have wanted to cover that we didn't get a cover? Ooh, that's a good I know. Question. I'm like, that's a long list. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm like Googling because I'm like, I got to re- remember the facts here. For if me, I, I think yeah, it came up on Dateline, honestly. So I think we wouldn't have covered it. But I... 
we've talked about it before, but it's the um, murder of the Arkansas state senator, Linda Collins. I know nothing about this. <laughs> oh, my. See? Oh, my. Over this. Unfortunately, you're going to have to. Uh, she was found. Her body was found outside of her home. Mm. And she was stabbed. She was, like, under a tarp. And then her fa- like her family found her. They kind of went over to check on her because she was she had they hadn't heard from her for a couple days I think and yeah so it, that is bananas because of course she's the former Arkansas state senator I think she was married mm-hmm. or and then had gone through a pretty rough divorce of um a judge her mm-hmm. <coughs> oh but then sorry but then no, maybe she had um she was supposed to have like a new boyfriend like very new but it, then it was like who who it was a who done it yeah I know I which one. To listen to Dateline. For that yes, one. I will. I it just came to me as you were describing yeah. that um, because it's a affluent person in the neighborhood. We talked about this several times. We just didn't find the right timeline to put it in or anything. Um, the Richard Olin case in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. Um, it was local to me, and he was the head of um, Moosehead Breweries. And they think his son killed him, went to court, all of this stuff. He was a very hated man in the area. Um, There's a lot of who did it, but the other problem, a lot of people have very strong opinions on it. And we were were going to, whether tastefully or not, um, (laughs) because we were a wine show, we were going to drink the beer, you know, while we, while we talked about it, we talked about this quite a few times, Um, but it's the RCMP when they went to investigate, uh, which is like the FBI in Canada, when they went to investigate his death, man, they were going to the bathroom in the bathroom of his offices where he was brutally murdered. Blood was being trampled by them through the hallways. Like they did not do a good job of investigating that murder I'm seen. Yeah, yeah it was it was horribly butchered so like i that would be the one where i would be like yes i would i would have loved to have talked about that one with you um especially since i know there's a few people from home that do watch this whole, yeah this show I see that. Did they think it was his, hi tracy did they think that was his son is that so they did think it was convicted? his son he wasn't convicted and that's oh. like that's mm-hmm. so it's still is it an open case I don't know, actually. I haven't looked in it. Richard Olin. That's crazy. And he was like an older man, too. 69, like, it says. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It also says he was like not very, uh, he was kind of hated. He was very hated. Yeah. 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 Um, doo, doo, doo. Yeah, I don't think anyone, I think it's still kind of open-ended, although... Overturn the guilty verdict. Or maybe he was. Okay. Dennis Olin was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, I'm so wrong on this. Okay. Dennis Olin was sentenced to life in prison with a possibility of parole in 10 years. as recommended by the jury. His lawyers immediately began the appeals process, seeking that the appellate judges to either overturn the guilty verdict, order a new trial or a full acquittal. The appeal was successful. That's how I knew he was like, he was out. Um, mm. And Dennis's conviction was overturned on October 24, 2016. On July t- 19th, 2019, he was found not guilty on retrial. So I guess that leaves it kind of open to still investigate, eh? Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, obviously, if they got him um, released in the appellate court, mm-hmm. there was something that didn't happen correctly in his trial. Some mm-hmm. misstep. Doesn't mean he's innocent, but doesn't mean he's not. <laughs> no, there's so much. And 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 there's people that believe 110% like he did this. And there's people that are like, no way, you know, like, so it's, it's interesting, especially since um, his father was so hated 
So it's kind of hard to know. Um, and there was a lot of people to kind of almost benefit from his death. Um, I believe there'd been affairs like this, that case Ye is so dramatic. Yeah. There's a lot. And yeah. I remember my mom was actually in St. John when this happened and she saw like all the police on Canterbury street, like, going to investigate it Whoa. and just butchering. <laughs> but yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy case. Um, I think that's what I've like thought of so much during this past year or like learned a lot about, I guess I feel mm -hmm. like we knew a lot about the justice system, but it becomes really evident when you go case by case, you're like, cases are won or lost based on the investigation, on the prosecution, on the judge's mm -hmm. rulings, on your attorneys or your family's money and your background. Like there's so much that goes into... It, I mean, clearly it's as fair as it gets, I suppose, but it's not fair. Like it's I would so broken say it's sometimes. Hard. Yeah, it's so yeah. broken mm -hmm. because there's so many variables that could totally swing a jury and they're like, oh, they're getting out and they shouldn't. They were totally the, yeah, the murderer or yeah. nope, they were totally wrongfully convicted and this is what did it for them. Like, well, the we learn, yeah, with the Rena Vert case, even um, like Canada is very light too on sentences, yeah. extremely light. And I know it's like a rehabilitation process, but I don't think the government has enough in place to rehabilitate people. I mean, we just don't put enough money into it. Um, but it's scary when you look at Canadian cases. And there, there was one also in um, our neighborhood, I believe, near. Oh, where was he driving? It was it was between St. John and where I lived. Um, someone might be able to refresh my mind, but he had killed this girl when they were partying, doing drugs and everything else. And um, I guess the the question was whether she OD'd or like whatever, but he gave her the drugs and then and, mm, and he put mm -hmm. her in his trunk and then he drove for hours trying to figure out where he was going to put her, what he was going to do. It was hor horrifying. Yeah. And then at the end, they gave him, I think, time served, like go make your oh life better. And it was like, like literally like the saying, like my mom says this all the time, you'd get more for shooting a deer out of season. And I'm like, but like, seriously, like what, like, it's just such light sentences, but you look at it as, is it a broken system or are we honestly trying to rehabilitate people? I don't know. It's hard. And it's same down here. Casey hard Anthony. to pin down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, my Casey Anthony TikTok, I think, because I haven't been making them the last couple of weeks. It's really like gone back on the for you page and i've had people discussing like some people are like 100 percent she's guilty but the evidence wasn't strong enough in court and the her defense attorney i mean he was yeah if you have a rock star defense oh. attorney <laughs> paying him yeah. off the zoo, you have a uh, yeah you might get out um yeah they might be able to prove that there's not enough evidence to convict yeah yeah it's crazy Doesn't mean you're it's innocent horrifying. no Just means you're walking are you going to watch her new docu docu series documentary? I don't know what it is. I think it's going to come out on Peacock. Okay, so Ooh. I think I might cancel my Peacock subscription. Subscription. Oh. So here's how they marketed it. Let's talk about this. Okay. This yes. Guy, I've seen this. Uh, uh, you might have. He got on TikTok and he's like, "I knew I was Casey Anthony's boyfriend's friend. Like, you think you know who murdered Kaylee? Like, uh, think again. There's a new documentary coming out that might prove you otherwise." He says something like that, right? I stitch it. Mm -hmm. Give the facts of. For over a month, Kate, um, Casey didn't tell anyone her daughter was missing. We have the Zanny, the nanny. I literally dated someone yeah. who dated Casey. Like, uh, she's a mess. Um, and yeah, I guess this is like something that's happening. I don't know. Is it out yet? Yeah, I see this. Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Um, I don't know when it comes out. Uh, streaming November 29th. Oh, gosh. She's yeah, 36. Like, that's wild to me. She's living free in Florida. She's been getting into bar fights in Florida. Well, here. But yeah. Oof. What a gal. 
Oh, oh somebody, somebody took a video of her outside of a bar. Um, it was on TikTok. And people were like, why didn't you like drag her? Like literally like grab her hair and drag her. And she was like, do you see her? She's built. She is built. Like really? she drag you. Oh yeah. She's like Me? super in shape now. But yeah. Gosh, what a horrible, horrible, horrible case. Oh yeah. That one's bad. I would be interested in, in deep diving into that one with you too. Yeah. Um, concerning because there's a lot that doesn't make sense, but there's a lot of misinformation out there too. Like when I made my video about it, I talked about how um, my ex worked with her at Universal and so many people were like, she never worked at Universal. I'm like, she didn't. When she took the police there and they had that whole walkabout. Yeah, was right. Like, when she's like taking her to her here. work. Yeah, but she yeah. did work for them years ago, but she didn't work for them when she took them there and was like lying her ass off. So, mm-hmm. yes, she did at one point work there. I think she ended up losing that job and like that was like a whole thing. But yeah, that Crazy. was where she had been lying about going and uh, it's hard. Um, the other one that's on my watch list is the um, Elaine Maxwell oh. um, one on Netflix. That's coming out soon mm-hmm. too. I want to see. Um, I well, I don't know that much about what is in the documentary, but I'm interested to see mm-hmm. like what the position is. I in, on that one. Oh, the good I, nurse. Have you watched that on Netflix no. too? By the way, um, no. so I think that's a dramatized one, but it's um, do do do. Hang on, more info. You'll know this case. It's inside and out. I already knew this. I had to watch it. Binged it. The real documentary is capturing the killer nurse. It's about Charles Cullen. Okay. Like, do you know this one? Charles Cullen, the nurse? Angel of Mercy? Is that what they call Mercy? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. He's Mm -hmm. like maybe America's most prolific serial killer because he really wasn't killing. His, like, defense was that he was, like, tired of seeing people suffering. And that's why he was so digoxin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the like Mm -hmm. makes them have heart attacks or overdose on insulin and things like that. Mm -hmm. And he was saying... um. He was trying to put them out of their misery like that. No, he was killing people that were about to be um, released from the hospital. Oh it's horrible. Yeah. And so they I think he um, said or oops, no Netflix. I don't need to watch it now. Um, <laughs> out, out. Um, I think he confesses to like 40, something like Cheese that. And crackers. Yeah. Um, but they think way up, way, way more than that. And it's crazy. It also examines the hospital system because how does he keep getting new jobs? Well, mm-hmm. like the hospitals are hiding from being sued and it's crazy. That is crazy. I'm excited. But they interview this. in that documentary, they interview um, one of the other nurse, like one of the other women that were a nurse on like his team, basically, like how they kind of work in shifts uh, and well, they do work in shifts, but how she worked really closely with him. And she's kind of the one that worked with the FBI to pull record like print off stuff while she was at work and pull records and um help solve the case because the hospital mm. was like trying to you know keep themselves out of it something speaking of hospitals being shady someone had me a tiktok a while ago i was gonna stitch this was a while ago and i kind of like my adhd brain like left it um but i would be interested in looking more into is talking about um babies being swapped in the hospital and how it was such oh, a thing nuts. Back yeah. in like the 80s. I, well, I remember my mom telling me, because I was born in 91, her telling me that she had, my father went everywhere with me, like to make sure like that I was not removed, you know, 
from our area because that was at the time that was like a yeah. huge fear of like they're going to take your baby or whatever. But I know there was some doctor where they would tell these women in less yes. fortunate situations like, oh, your baby died or whatever. Meanwhile, they'd sold them out the back door to more affluent um, people. And I'm like, I I want to, I would love to have looked more into that. And there's a famous well. case. I think, I think you're going down this line or you've heard of it. And mm-hmm. now I can't think of their names either, but they figure out that they were swapped later in life. Mm-hmm. And one had some health problems and the other one didn't. And that's why they like swapped them. Um, and so literally like the less fortunate family, um, the less affluent family mm-hmm. had, was given the baby that had health concerns. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And and vice versa because like they gave the other baby, the healthy baby the to the one. more affluent mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Which makes total sense because they could definitely afford all the medical. <laughs> like what on earth? <laughs> what on earth? Yeah. It's just because it was like stigmatized. They're like, nope, this baby, yep, you get this one. And they're like, oh, we didn't mean to. Like, you didn't mean to. You didn't mean to swap the baby. And I think the mother was like, this isn't my baby. This isn't my baby. And she was like kind of marked as crazy. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. like that. So, well, yeah, you have to research that one. Do a TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Make TikToks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I think we're like coming to the end. Did you have any yeah. other like honorable mentions here or anything? No, I just thank you everyone for your support. It's been so mm-hmm. fantastic to like get the opportunity to research and deep dive and mm-hmm. learn so much and just talk about what we're passionate about. Wrongful convictions and all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to especially thank, and I'm sure this goes for Max as well, um, Kaylin for coming on and sharing her mother's story as bravely as she did. That was amazing. Um, I would like to thank Andy and Whitney for coming on and sharing with us the Star of Rock Murders. That was an amazing series. And he's a dynamite lawyer. He takes this shit personally. Like (laughs) He will make a documentary (laughs) about your case if he feels need be. Um, Tune into his podcast for sure. Definitely tune into his uh, podcast. And I would love to thank the family of Taylor Gruwell um, for trusting us with her sister's story and for reaching out to me on my TikTok live. Um, But yeah, um, other than that, this has been such an amazing experience. We went to crime con. We met a lot of other creators. We met Nancy Grace. Um, we met who else you met like, um, an author, didn't you? Oh know. yeah. And we also met Chris Hansen. That was amazing. Yeah. At crime that con. was amazing. Yeah. And he yeah. had, he shouted us out on his podcast. We got to shout him out. Chris Hansen his knows new, our names. <laughs> that's so cool. And his new show was out. I'm sure the, um, catching, well, he's catching predators again. Yes. So. Yeah, crazy. I came out. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had like amazing experience. I got to go to the Johnny Depp, like, yeah, I mean, I was sitting in a I room. I gotta go to the Viper with room. Johnny Depp <laughs> <laughs> for a month. <laughs> yes, that's so wild. Yeah. So thank you all to who supported the show, who listened to the show, who even downloaded an episode. We so appreciate you. Thank you for all of the reviews, everything that you did. Um, but yeah, we it was such an amazing journey. I think for the two of us, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Lots well, to learn from, and we met so many people. Yeah. Yes. Well, cheers. Until next time. Until next cheers. time. A Huda Media Production. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.